Hey guys, it's really good to see you. I've just been down in Wellington at the conference of the NZDSOS, which is New Zealand Doctors Speaking Out with Science. And it was just this room of amazing, ethical, brave doctors, pharmacists who, who, who didn't give in and didn't go along with it all, who knew something was wrong and stood out and got hell for it. And dentists, quite a few dentists there, but people who really care about their patients and haven't been willing to just um, kind of push something that's a narrative that they feel there weren't enough tests done on. And those guys are now helping so many jab injured. So I'm going to just put up a link to the NZDSOS at the end of our talk today, because anyone who wants to put some money in to help them help jab injured people um, and keep putting out the research that we should all be reading, that this government should be reading, you know, many of them were talking about writing deep scientific letters full of scientific papers to the government. And they, do you know how many replies they all had from the government to all these letters they've written in two years? Guess how many replies the government sent them, James? Zero. You got it. Zero replies from these top level doctors at NZDSOS. What kind of a government does that? Doesn't listen to leading scientists and doctors. So that's, that's on my mind. One. You said it. Mm, mm. What's on your mind, Jono? What's on my mind? Yeah, that's an interesting concept. When, yeah, is that, what does dogma mean? Dogma means um, a belief in something that um, is so kind of set in stone that mm. you won't even reconsider it. You won't, you won't modify it. You won't listen to the new evidence coming in. You're just dogmatic. You're saying, this is the way. And I know it's the way and I won't listen to anybody else. Someone who's dogmatic like Jacinda Ardern is just the last person who should be leading a country which is vital and vibrant and mm. constantly changing information coming in. That someone who's dogmatic can't respond to new information. They just go la, 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 la. This is mm. dogma, yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with someone who is not open to any other possibilities other than the narrative that's being promoted yeah absolutely mm. it's interesting um and what's on my mind yeah i a couple of things uh my sister with the with the um you know several variations of what's you know looking like vaccine injury um, and me just having COVID. So that's, that's, this is my COVID beard. Well, and... your, your COVID beard, I'm really sad to hear about your sister, Jono, and I didn't know about that before we came to air. Mm. And if you're willing to talk about it, I'd like to honour her story um, because I, I think her story will help others to wake up and question. I think it's really important that... Mm. That, that story can get out there. So before we do that, James, what's on your mind this week? Uh, I was just thinking if my hair looks any better, I haven't washed it for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it does, man. I was going to say, what are you, have you got more hair? <laughs> oh, I need to have a haircut is one issue. I haven't <laughs> See, I love, I, I love a mower. We go from the horrific to the sublime to the ridiculous. We can cover everything. I like that we can go from that story to whether James's hair is looking better, but I actually think no, it's Liz, we're actually, we are, we have one narrative and we stick to it. <laughs> That's what we do. Right guys, did you get the memo? 
<laughs> Have you watched your hair, Liz, or no? Uh, yeah, look, I haven't watched it for 10 days. But I'm starting to lose my nerve. <laughs> I said I said to my partner this morning, how does that hair unwashed look? He said it looks beautiful, but he was half asleep. <laughs> he wasn't looking. <laughs> he was asleep. <laughs> he, was, he was going, what answer does she want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, um, no, it's good to have you both on. We really need it. We're 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 moving a bit to to things that are that are very challenging right now. And one of those is more and more Kiwis are finding people they love and care about um, are being jab injured. I heard in the weekend about two people. One who was um, uh, getting treatment for chemo. He got a mild case of Omicron. The doctors in the hospital stopped his chemo because you've got COVID. And he was going, I've got a cold. Please keep my treatments going for, for, for cancer. They wouldn't. And he keeled over and died. Just mm -hmm. died. So this is dogma. This is madness. This is insanity. This is absolutely, um, this is where we have to wake up now in New Zealand and start questioning. So one of the ways we wake up is through enormous pain where you know each of us starts to question why did that person I love get injured or die and I'm now going to question what I've been told was it safe mm, maybe not was it effective definitely not because we're all getting it how did you find COVID Jono how did you find the big found me yeah yeah no we had a party and we had 24 people here yeah. and on it was on Saturday night and then on Monday we had word from uh, one of Ruby's uh, work because it was a it was a work dinner we put on a dinner for Ruby's team on the farm and um, one of the team members come back and said oh sh shit I've tested positive and so is my daughter and and then on Tuesday I developed symptoms and was like oh yeah that's got me and then and then got the kids on the same day I got a text from the kid's mother, hey, you guys haven't been around any bugs in the weekend. The kids have just come down big time with what looks to be a cold. And I'm like, ah, it's actually probably COVID because, yeah, it was at the weekend. And then Ruby's parents went down and, yeah, no, it was, um, we all got it. And that's how just someone had it. We don't know who at this party. And, yeah, just and like a flu, I guess. Yeah, what were the it symptoms? Really who, no, it doesn't matter who. Yeah, and... And what the symptoms, firstly, it was just, it was like a real headachey, fevery, like flu, one of those ones where you just literally wanted to lie down on the couch and do nothing. And it, it, it was interesting to give myself permission to do that because normally I'm, you know, I, I just am a go, go, go person and to, to, to try and slow down or rest or, you know, recover is like a, something that I really don't do well I really struggle with it um so it was nice just to have two days of like right I'm not going to do anything and it was sick enough to you know not want to do anything so rested for two days and and then started to feel a bit more uh clearer not as blocked up not as fevery after day two but then really interestingly got these rashes on my feet and later well actually really quickly got on the got on the internet and started googling like symptoms rashes with covid and yeah evidently i had a case of covid toes which is just this thing where your toes 
it was just like two days of I had these rashes on my feet and then they disappeared as quick as they arrived um just like that and yeah other than that it's just been now the only lasting effect is still gonna sort of sniffle like a you know yeah nose thing and uh and just no taste or or smell that came late in the piece like as the as the rash disappeared so did my taste uh and smell so that's a bit you know that's probably the worst part of the whole thing is having no taste or smell but oh that but shauna that's really worth shutting down this whole world for i mean yeah. no taste or no smell i mean you've I got, got to really lock people up and ban them from their jobs and stop them being able to survive break up marriages no, children that's no, no, we cannot begin we can't just fit we can't just assume people can take care of themselves all right what we, i know people i don't... need the government to tell me what to do with my body <laughs> it's so easy to fall into though but seriously like i the whole time apart from like seeing the rashes on my feet that was like the first that that sort of had me be like hmm that's weird because it was like bang like all of a sudden oh, look at my feet but other than that there was not a single like i thought i kept thinking to myself why are people in hospital like is it just anxiety about and and like i, I would say there's real validity in this like really anxiety around the fear of having covid because it's you know gonna kill everyone and blah 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 is it is it just that anxiety about it that you know has people freak out and get shortness and breath and need to be in hospital i'm not sure but um uh, most most of the hospitalizations are people like there's at any one moment in new zealand there'll be thousands of people tens of thousands of people in hospital and it's just the probably the same percentage of them because they're in one isolated area catch covid at the same time and then they have covid and they're in hospital with covid then not many not many people are going to hospital. i don't know how many of the actual numbers are but there's not many that are actually going to hospital just because of covid true they're going to hospital for broken leg and they've got covid or they're going to hospital for car accident and got covid or they're i'm with you yeah, it's yeah. like that guy who was shot and they analyzed him afterwards and finally had a trace of covid so he was put down as a covid death that seriously mm -hmm. happened but actually, James, you know, your point about hospital also, there's a much deeper question. If we had journalists in mainstream doing Official Information Act requests and we had a government collecting the data, we'd be saying every time there are COVID stats, how many of those people in hospital are jabbed? How many of those people who've died had recently had the jab? And we would be putting together, collating all this evidence so we could go, whoa, most people in our hospitals have had one or two jabs or the booster as well. Because but, that is that's what's happening. Are yeah. you trying to tell me journalists are supposed to look up their own information and not just follow whatever the almighty Pharaoh leader Jacinda <laughs> tells them to do? Well, not in this era in New Zealand, because if you're a journalist now, you wait for the for the email to come in from the government each day from the PR department, and then you collect your pay at the end of the week and you go home and you you um you say, I'm a happy little sellout. I don't do the journalism that I originally entered this profession to do. I just do what that government tells me. You're right, James. Mm. It's a new form of journalism. It's called completely surrendered gutless journal journalism. Mm. Mm. I like the word gutless. That is perfect. Let's, let's abbreviate it so it doesn't sound as bad. No, gutless is good.
What, <laughs> what, what would you abbreviate it to, John? <laughs> well, it's like um, it's like sudden adult death syndrome. That sounds bad. So let's let's abbreviate it. So it's just you know, nice Atlas, idea. Journalists. <laughs> Sell out. How about jabbed and how about jab jabbed and bullying journalists? So you have jabja. That'd be good. J A B J. Jabbed about, and bullying journalists. What about Jeb Cinder? So we need to come up with <laughs> journalists and bastard. <laughs> When when Jono, when John, look, I'm not laughing at you, Jono, but you have to laugh at the moment because otherwise you'll cry until you just don't stop. So we have to have some laughter as well in this crazy New Zealand, where, by the way, she has just extended last Thursday. This prime minister has quietly, very much on the QT, extended the stupid whatever orange state it is until September without consulting us, without orange. telling us. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I don't know what orange is. It's something about masks, or I don't, it's just to make us confused and 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 you know and more broken. I am broken by this government. I'm broken every time we put this this mask on. But um, yeah, I, I I just think that what we do is we press on and we have some laughter. And when you were talking about the thing on your feet, Jono, I thought of that meme where you have somebody with Crocs, you know, with the holes coming through, and they've been in mm. the sun. And when they take the Crocs off, the the um, tan marks. Have got all these little circles and they're saying there'll soon be a croc pox you know there's monkey pox and then there's going to be croc pox <laughs> so is... I thought maybe it had an early case of croc pox jonna oh, do you wear crocs <laughs> i do i do have crocs that i wear sometimes well don't get croc pox because otherwise we'll have to lock you down probably put you in an internment camp because there'll be croc. soon legislation about croc pox there's a bit of croc around at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of croc. <laughs> so, so from a bit of laughter, Jono, what what is the more serious side of today? What's happened with your sister? Oh yeah, so my sister's she's got blood clots in her lungs, and this is after having both jabs. It's really sad because my sister she got the first jab and then lost her baby at almost five months it might have been five months oh, to, you know, and uh and was just uh you know no, no cause of death no one yeah just coincidental and but no one was drawing the dots and i wasn't bold enough to say anything to her direct because she just lost her child and I wasn't going to be that person and then I got a phone call from her and she had just said to me she had this is several months later um that she just had a miscarriage and she wasn't getting the booster that was all she said to me and, and we weren't talking about the jab because in the family, like I'm the only one, but pretty much the only one that's not jabbed. I know my little brother isn't. I have got another younger sister who isn't, but um, this sister was, and uh, she, yeah. So she rang me out and said she was crying, and I was due to visit her, and she said I'm not feeling up for visiting. I've just lost another baby, 
Um, just had another miscarriage and it's after getting the second jab and I'm not getting the booster. And so I was like really sad, you know, that she had lost another baby, another beautiful baby. And, but I was also relieved that she could see that there was a correlation. And then she's been, and then she got COVID. Um, oh, actually before I carry on, she went to the hospital for her uh, routine checkup with the midwife and the first thing the midwife said was, and here's your baby's heartbeat. And my sister was like, what? Um, I need to tell you, I, like, I had a, mis a miscarriage this week. And the doctor said, well, you must have twins. So one of the babies has survived. Oh. That's pretty incredible. But um, she was wondering why she had real bad chest pains and um, kept going in and out of hospital. And she's just been told she's got blood clots in her lungs. And she poor thing was you know freaking out about it she's concerned it's from the vaccine which is very likely of course the doctors aren't saying anything about that they gave her blood thinners and sent her home john they did that to a pregnant kiwi mm. mum yep how how far pregnant is she well, now they, they made oh uh, i i don't know exactly the like the, well on the way like six oh, well, six months Oh, well, over, yeah, over six months. And, and they um, would send a pregnant mum who's got those symptoms home with just a yeah. few blood thinners. Well, they, they, hit the... her on, they hit her on morphine and made all this big fuss of, like, it was a big deal going on and had to get a CT scan and the, the need of the scan outweighed the risks on the baby from radiation. So they pressed on, made, and it was really sad because my sister said, I feel embarrassed. She said, I'm here that everyone's making a big deal i'm told i've got blood clots on my lungs i've got this chest pain and then next minute i'm being told oh no just take these blood thinners and we'll just hope it goes away and you can go home now she was just like embarrassed she's like i can't believe that that's what's happening oh god what is going on with our doctors in our hospitals how can you go on denying this why are you guys not speaking out like jono is mm. It's yeah, I don't know. But maybe get her on to say her own, you know, I think that's probably the most powerful thing is we should think about getting her on, maybe in her own words, sharing, because that'd be a big deal for her to to share what's going on. Because I know she really cares for uh, the mothers, especially. She's a really passionate mother, incredible mother too, just an absolutely incredible mother. Um, You know, what she could do to help others you know, who are perhaps seeing similar things, but not being told, you know. John, I'd be, I'd be really honoured to talk to her and you could be there with her as well. You're, you're a twin with her, aren't you? Um, I'm a twin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a twin. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to name the sister I'm speaking uh, yeah. to. Yeah. 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 All good. Twins, you've just thrown someone under the bus here. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, no. we can we can oh, always. How many siblings do you have? Uh, so uh, this is where it gets really. I'd need to have a whiteboard because uh, my family's. I got family on. So with my mum, I've got brothers and sisters to two other dads as well, and then my dad. I've got brothers and sisters to other mums as well. It's um, 
yeah, it goes pretty pretty deep. But basically, there's what is there eight eight of us, I think. Hmm. Yeah, big family. But actually, throwing under the bus while we laughed about it, and I can always edit that out if you want, Jono. But throwing hmm. under the bus is the is the term because what I'm hearing from Jab injured is they all come home from hospital, that they've gone, they're traumatized, sick, their gut is telling them, I know this was from the jab. They get to the hospitals, the doctors in the hospitals are saying it's not the jab, it's not the jab, can't be the jab, la 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 la. It's just something else, anxiety or. I don't know, they make up all these terms or they try and come up with a syndrome and then they send them home with no help. So there's this double trauma happening to mm. our jab injured. And the government is, of course, going la, 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 there are no jab injured. And yet our MedSafe site has over 60,000 officially recognised jab mm. injured Kiwis. So many more than that as well. Oh, they reckon that's about 1% of the number of jab injured. Yeah. James, what do you feel when you hear that? What do you feel as a New Zealand male? I mean, our males are standing up in large numbers now protecting us. I've tried that's how my hand at coming up with a, a syndrome to, to come up with these journalists. I've come up with Jeb Cinder Puppet. So it's a journalist and broadcasters. Can't imagine not directly answering Auntie Cindy. Politicians, upstart, precious, pathetic, extreme, tyrannical. Uh, all of those fit. <laughs> Jab cinder puppets. That's pretty good, James. It's pretty fast. I couldn't come up with an A. I couldn't come up with an A, so I said, I, I was, had like 10 different words, but yeah. I can think of one, but it has to do with the part of the body that we sit on. Asshole. Oh, look, I would never have said that. No, that's <laughs> I didn't actually manage to swear. <laughs> he got it straight away. James, what do you feel when you hear about Jono's sister. I mean, what do any of us feel if we're, if we're normal Kiwis who all used to care about each other and not put up with bullshit and not be sucked in by liars? Kiwis have to wake up to this. This is not a one-off case. What do you feel, James? Um, well, I was probably trying not to pay too much attention to it because it's quite sad. Um, <laughs> not, not that I don't care, but I do care. Mm. I already don't you know I already feel pretty bad about what's happening to people and they've done it because they thought they were doing the right thing which is pretty gutting because they didn't know and then you hear some people go on about um uh, some people go on and say oh well they got jabbed they're stupid rah, rah, but they didn't know well some of them did but most of them probably didn't know they're doing something that could harm them because their yeah. government who they should have grown up to trust has told them that it's safe and effective and now it's showing that it's neither of those things. Um, and I just feel pretty bad for people because every, not every day, but a lot of days I hear of someone of some form, not far related from me, not, not directly related, but just someone that I talk to that has had a brother or something, all of a sudden they're quite sick or they've got some undefined condition or the doctors don't know what's wrong with them and it's like you hear the same story every day and it's like mm. um that stuff didn't happen not that long ago um and there's only one common denominator mm. and i'm no rocket scientist but the common denominator is something that they forced everyone into doing and told us it was all safe and effective about mm. and these just jabs the puppets are too scared to do real journalism you and articulate that so well james was the the money mumbling uh ramb rambling on no
rambling is saying it's safe and effective, it's safe and effective, it's safe and effective. What do you think, Dr. Bloomfield? Yeah, it's safe and effective. Yeah, it's safe and effective. That's rambling. <laughs> you cut that piece out. We cut that out and put that on its own. <laughs> it's safe and effective, it's safe and effective. Over to you, Bloomfield. You'll, safe and effective. You'll get fat checked on this post for, for lying. <laughs> Mm. Liz told us it was safe and effective, but it's obviously not. They will come <laughs> If you put overseas scientific papers up now, they put it up as a lie. Hey, listen to this, guys, from the weekend, Guy Hatchard, the scientist who's really trustworthy, one of the last in New Zealand. Um, he, he did a keynote speech, and this is what he said in September 2019. The UN appointed a PR person. Her name's Melissa Fleming. Guess where she comes from? Oh, the atomic energy, um, oh, I'll have to just put my glasses on because my notes are so bad, authority. She was doing PR for them and selling atomic energy to the world. So she's moved into the UN in 2019. And this is her goal. This is her purpose, quote, to use behavioral science to encourage support for the United Nations narrative. And she used the phrase psychic numbing of world populations. The UN then trained, this is what he told us, this is his research. The United Nations then trained 100 key scientists to flood social media with UN science and to discourage any positions on social media that run counter to UN science. They then used TikTok to present data to, and this is a quote, to inflame the emotion of the public. That emotion then built on itself, science, faux science morphed into faux journalism with a behavioral agenda. agenda. <clears throat> and that behavioral agenda was to make it a tribal thing. You know, all those people who used to go, hey, I've had my jab, guys, on Facebook. Oh, congratulations, you've had your jab. That's all part of that manipulation of us as a people. Shit, if my mates had a jab, I better have a jab so that I can go out and be mates with my mate. And mm. um, it became a tribal thing and it gradually completely lost touch with the reality of ongoing scientific investigation. And then he gave an example like Michael Baker the other day, apparently telling in a press conference that the mask is actually now the true vaccine, Michael Baker. Michael Baker, who should wear a white coat saying, sponsored by the Gates Foundation, sponsored by Pfizer, you know, I do whatever they tell me. And that mm. is how we've got here. So there was an actual UN agenda from a PR spin team in there to try to psychically numb us off so we wouldn't question, we wouldn't wake up, we just keep robotically doing what they tell us. Mm -hmm. And that is what we have to wake up from. As we look around, and we all know someone injured now. We all know someone injured. Is anyone surprised? I'm not surprised at all. No, it's straight out of the playbook from Germany, except they use the radio. Totally. That's... Um, one thing I want to know, what does the Pfizer vaccine cost? And why aren't we, why, why isn't the public aware of the cost? We're not even aware of what's in it, Jono. When she signed up for it, she agreed. <laughs> she agreed that we wouldn't have to know. The people she represents would not need to know what's in this thing. Yeah. Do you know what the cost is? Well, I'm, I'm thinking economics, not like the health costs or the, you know, I'll tell you the economic cost. Loss of life cost. We sold ourselves as the economic cost. We sold ourselves to something that who knows what it is and now we don't have a we just don't have a country where we used to live in. I don't know. Well, guess what? We used to be GMO free. We're not yeah. now. 
And you know, Jono, that is such a profound thing because no Kiwis wanted to sign up for GMO, <laughs> GMO foods, genetically modified foods. But Gates is so obsessed about genetic modification since they broke down the DNA of everything that he had this brilliant idea that, that he would genetically modify humans. And they knew that no humans, especially not our country, would ever agree to that. So that's one of the ways they've genetically modified people. There's an argument to say that. There is an argument to say that, that this is one of the ways they've done it through this woman selling this country out. But you know, James, we haven't sold our souls. Heaps of us have not sold our souls. Jono's sister hasn't sold her soul. I, I loved your compassion with what you said. So many people would not have done this if they didn't do it out of being decent Kiwis. I better do right by my fellow Kiwis. I've always believed my politicians. Mm. It's it, we need to love the people who've gone along with this as much as you know all the jab injured and even the ones who've been insulting but are now jab injured. My son said last night there was an Aussie guy, he was involved in some cooking show or something, but he always used to write these horrible posts like David Farrier and Farrell's. There's some New Zealand ex-journalist who used to be on TV3 who always does these horrible posts, really cynical, nasty ones. I can never remember his name. He's not worth remembering, but but this guy in Australia was the same, insulting and saying, you know, they're vermin people who don't get jabbed. He's just died. And I heard that last night and went, oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hate him. Look, I just think what a pathetic, sad human, you know, sad. That's his life gone with a jab. Jab the puppet. Yeah, jab the puppet. What were you going to say, Jono? <laughs> I'm just... I'm so stoked that, like, James has really been called to, you know, really nail this this title, which is, <laughs> I think it's fantastic. I wish I could say it, but uh, give it to us one more time, James. What is it? I've got, I'm just updating it. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> okay, he's updating it. I, I, I love it. I, I think um, th this, this laughter is, is the best medicine. Yeah, coming out of having COVID and being like my kids have got it, and mm. you know, we, and and no one, you know, it's quite, it's quite cool to have all the family get it, and those that were, you know, perhaps freaking out about getting it and scared of it, and now not scared of it, and 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 also feeling a bit ripped off, like we did all that for this, like to protect yes. ourselves from this, um, but yeah, laughter, man, it feels good, and. I've been one thing that it has done for me is is put me in this really funny mood of like I'm just being a little kid lately, yes. like, and, and poor old Ruby's just it's driving her mad because I'm just being a clown all the time. But I, I do I feel like a little kid that's been sent home with the flu that just has to annoy his sister. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister will remember that. God, I must have been really annoying. But um. <laughs> That's how I feel at the moment. Just a 33-year-old version of the seven-year-old self that I, you know... Did when you I was say 33-year-old virgin? <laughs> virgin? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I am a virgin and I have two children. By immaculate conception. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Johnny, and... did they come out of a needle? Because nowadays everything is going to come out of a needle. Did you know that? So, what so are you, what are did you your saying? babies come out... <laughs> What? What is? What? Is, what, is, what, is, what is, 
Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut to you, James. Save yeah. us. <laughs> right. This is it was Jameson. a big needle. I've tried, I've tried to use a word. I've tried to use each letters a word to describe the current state of what these people are like. It's like it's like SADS. What's that? Sudden adult death syndrome. Oh yes. Of, right. It's like that, but I'm using instead of it, I'm using more of a poetry type scenario where the word is sort of the, it just explains the prop the, the issue we have at the moment. Journalist, authoritarian. Broadcasters, communist, indoctrinated, narrative, anti-Cindy, propaganda, upstart, precious, pathetic, extremist, tyrannical. Nice. And that spells? Jabcinder Puppet. Jabcinder Puppet. That is awesome. We're going to put that up, James. Got to type that up. We're going to have a song here. Yeah. We... <laughs> and and James... Can you sing, Jono? Okay, you ready, James? Yeah, you play a tune. Okay. Are you gonna Are you gonna sing a song about just sitting the puppet? Um, I'm just gonna do a poem. Lots cool. of poetry. Excellent. The current state of New Zealand. Jacinda puppet. It's a new syndrome. Described as journalists, authoritarian, broadcasters, communists, indoctrinated, narrative following. Auntie Cindy, propaganda, upstart, precious, pathetic, extremist, and tyrannical. That's great. I think we've got something. I think we have the beginnings of something that could be a number one hit. So we just need a couple of producers, music producers there, and we'll put something together. Dan will sort us out, won't we? Should, yeah, Dan we, should read, we should redo Dave Dobbin's song, Loyal. And <laughs> call me Jacinda. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. Actually, that's just loyal. <laughs> Give us a few bars, Jono. No, I don't know what it would be, but we should really bring back a Kiwi banger in respect of our country the way it used to be. Actually, you know, Dave Dobbin was one of the early ones who spoke out and he defended, I think, something like. I mean, he might have defended my first love letter or he did something really brave and then all of them just came in and really bullied him all the media got in and said oh Dave Dobbin should be I don't know cancelled and everything cancelled. And he had to go out and go hey listen you know do your jab if you want to do your jab or whatever but um oh I had a real soft spot for Dave Dobbin for that so Dave if you want to contact us we've got a great idea for updating your song a tribute to Cindy Call me disloyal. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. I should be crying. <laughs> it should be a song for the for the media, you know. Yeah. Call me loyal. Stop calling the media. They call Gibson the puppet. Sorry. Oh, I need, Sorry. I need it. Yes. What's it? Yes. Slippery, yes? slimy, slippery. I was gonna say stupid. Oh, that was that's probably a better one. Uh, let's not say stupid. Makes us sound. Yeah, that's what they did um, to us. Yeah, no, I was trying not to be mean. I don't think I was too mean. I've what about? Uh, oh yeah, slippery's quite good. Slippery. Yeah. Yeah, because this. I thought of slimy, but I thought that was a bit insulting too. Snakes. <laughs> snakes. They actually are snakes. Slippery. 
I think instead of calling them media now, the New Zealand, it should be the media, mediocrity, mediocrity, because it's really mediocre not to, um, not to aim to be the best you can be in whatever job you take up. And if you know after two years that you're lying and that you've got friends who are dying and injured and you've got family the same and you've got people all around who are telling stories of it and you keep ignoring that and you keep staying silent because it would be too scary to stand up in the newsroom and say guys we are ignoring the elephant the giant elephant that's bloated in this room in New Zealand I think if you keep getting your pay packet and doing that you're not just mediocre you're you're such a traitor to your country so I don't know how they live with themselves in, in years to come because they're part of why all these Kiwis keep on getting injured. If they spoke out, this would stop. If the police stopped backing this government, this would stop. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just all of us standing up and saying, stop this nonsense. Get these you know how, politicians sorry. out. Mm. Sorry, I don't want to help you, but you know how... Um... You know how us farmers are apparently ruining the environment because we're not farming properly, right? That's what they say. What rubbish. That's the narrative, right? These journalists are ruining a country because they're not journalizing, whatever that's called. What's the journal? Journalizing. I like that word, journalism. They're not, they're not doing their job. Like I'm just saying, they're blaming us for stuffing the environment, but they're stuffing that's the it. country because they're not doing their job as well. So it's up to them. Like, Trust me, I don't mind being wrong, but when you just ignore something and then become a Jacinda puppet or Gabs in the puppet, it's it's a bit different. It's like it's basically the equivalent of me just pumping effluent straight into the river. I reckon it, it's just the river of shit coming out of their mouth is like the same as us pumping effluent straight into the river. Straight into our ear rivers. No, it's the same. It, it's actually the same. It's actually a really good metaphor. It's a really good metaphor. Even behind you, the dog's tail is wagging. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was such a great analogy of taking the New Zealand media, mainstream media, and making a dairy farm analogy. The effluent. It's going straight out of the mouth and into the ear rivers. Of the you know what I said the other day at this at that meeting? I said, um, I said, do you honestly believe that shit that's coming out of your mouth right now? Because none of us do. And this guy's like looking and going, oh my god, this guy's like straight up to the point. He doesn't back down. I was like, no, seriously, that shit coming out of your mouth. Do you believe? Like, I literally that shit flowing out of your mouth. Do you believe that, or do you think we're dumb because we don't believe it? And he's sitting there going, oh, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He didn't know what to say because I was like, no, no, the shit in your I mouth. <laughs> was that the council meeting james is he yeah. wiping it <laughs> here's the dog what's the dog on him oh you've got another dog as well this is so good see Jono, do you see the synchronicity of that you started off asking what dogma is and look what we've got dogs two dogs <laughs> this is puppy wuppy that's really good hello puppy wuppy Oh, how, how old? How old, James? I hope she's seven months. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's gorgeous. Happy little one. Um, Jonna, what's going to happen with your sister? She's home now. Mm. Where, where are things at? Do you think she would talk online to me? Because I would be really honoured 
to talk mm. to her if she'd like to tell her story. Yep. Really honest. I reckon she would be. Mm. I'll see if I can put you guys in contact. Ask her and it'll just be a really gentle, gentle story. I'll tell you, I spoke to this amazing Māori woman the other day. She's quite, God, she's got like this internal light. Janita, her name is from Whangarei. And she and her husband, Tony, have the oldest barber shop in the whole of New Zealand. And WorkSafe's been bullying them like they've tried to um, bully Steve Oliver. And uh, they even came to the house. It was amazing. She was telling the story of how this brown shirt, bloody Hitler brown shirt comes up the drive and she goes, you shouldn't be here. This is a work matter. You should go to my work. And he goes, well, I want to know where Tony is. She went, can you see the no trespass signs? So you're trespassing. So I'm now going to call the police. And he went scurrying up the driveway and, and ran away. Anyway, I, I spoke to her the other day, get this, she and her husband are going to go under a completely different legal system, the Māori system of he Putanga, and they're not going to um, turn up in court next week. Uh, oh, it's actually in court tomorrow. They're not going to turn up in court. Instead, they are going to all gather at the barber shop. and um, her husband is willing to go to prison for this and say, I'm not part of this corrupt legal governmental system. I'm, I um, have put myself under the Maori parliament and I'm not going to honor what this government is doing to the people because it's so wrong. Imagine the guts and the courage of that. And that's a, a, an interview I'll post under this. And here's how honorable they are. Our first interview, uh, a whole lot of beautiful Kiwis that put money in. And she said, we're gonna to go to the bank today and ask the bank to reverse all that money back into people's accounts because we're not going to take money for doing this. We're just going to make our stand on behalf of everybody. I mean, she's incredible. She's incredible. She's got this moko. She's got this power radiating out. Yeah. And, and I tell that story because in the midst of all the horrors, there are more and more and more people with the courage to stand up like your sister, if she would. And it's just a matter now of us telling each other's stories and honoring them yeah. and listening and not, not being afraid at all, mm. just not being afraid anymore. Because the one place I go with all of this is as long as I'm not scared and I'm not of anything this stupid prime minister can do or this stupid government, I'm not scared of anything that they can do. They can do their worst to me. If they throw me in prison, so what? I, there'll just be lots more who'll stand up and go, what you're doing is wrong. So there's nothing they can do to me. And as long as I never give in to fear, they never win. It's only when I fear something because they want me to be scared that they win. So I won't ever give in to fear. And that's what I got from this amazing Janita and her husband, Tony. So I'll put that link underneath here. And if all Kiwis can support, I'm going to talk to her again today about what she's actually going to do. Amazing story, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's got this sort of, I don't know, James, you've got that Maori blood in you. There is something in this country that a Maori woman said to me the other day, you know why they've gone after Maori so much? It's because we link into our tupuna, our ancestors and our Maori lineage so easily. Oh, you've got Maori blood, haven't you, Jono? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we link into that spiritual side and they're so scared of that because when you're doing evil, there's a divine light or love or whatever you call it, nature, God, I'm, I'm not dogmatic about that, but there is something that's way bigger than evil and evil really fears it. And so it doesn't want us as humans to tap into that. But if we tap into it and we know that something bigger is looking after us, we're all always safe. And so we don't have to fear these stupid little humans that will be out of power soon. They definitely will.
it's mm. a real um it gives you a real sense of of peace when you get that like when you get that everything's okay as it is and that yeah. there's no you know there's no uh place you need to be other than where you are now like to me that's been just like an incredible insight in my life like because i'm the one that's you know was born into this sort of uh driven world of agriculture i know james can relate to this you know where you just always got to keep pushing you know keep driving keep striving what's the next thing but man when you get when you get that you know there is nothing but now that this is it it's like holy cow and you can just be present and and be at peace it's like one it takes a whole lot of weight off like get feeling like you shouldn't be where you are and you should be somewhere else but it also actually pulls through all these really crazy powerful actions like actions that wouldn't normally be available or even possible when you're stuck in the dangling of the carrot you know when yes. you're stuck in the the trying to get somewhere where you're not it's like um yeah, it's really powerful it's not naive it's not like it's definitely not irresponsible it's it's really powerful hugely powerful someone said to me when i was really upset a few months ago you know it was around that time of march the second why is this happening this can't be happening in our country and he said to me um you know, just trust Liz that even though it's painful, this is going to wake up so many Kiwis who will from this pain and this awakening will say, I want a different kind of country. I want a different kind of, you know, government structure where we all have a say, where we're all respected, where we listen to, where it's honorable. It'll create something beautiful. And you said it ages ago on one of our Amoas, Jonathan, you said, oh yeah, Jono, you said, um, you said, we're in a kind of birthing process and you felt that intuitively you felt intuitively we're birthing something and birth can be painful sometimes but even when I was birthing my my son and I'd had a really tough first birth and all the doctors had filled me with fear that you'll never be able to have a natural birth and blah 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 and I was so dogged I was so determined and um and I just would go um I don't care how painful this gets. I am going to achieve that goal. And I did. It was amazing. And I just was willing to bear the pain for something better, something bigger that I would have experienced in this lifetime. You know, and it, it was one of the greatest moments of triumph when, when this baby was born naturally the second time. It was mm -hmm. amazing. But it took me being willing to go through some pain. And that's what yeah. we're doing as a country. Well, mm. yeah. And a lot of people aren't like a lot of people aren't willing to go through a bit of pain. Like they think mm. it's something that should be avoided at all costs. I don't know if they're not willing. They've just been scared. They've been indoctrinated to believe that they won't be able to, you know, they won't be able to handle it because they, oh, they, they're only living, they're, li they're limited to say 10% of their full potential because they're scared of everything. So yeah it's once you once you release those shackles all of a sudden you like um i don't know you're just unleashed yeah <laughs> like honestly just unleashed like they can't do anything because you just you're not scared anymore and once you're not scared anymore they they are scared because they don't know what you're capable of well you don't even know what you're capable of because you're anything you're capable of anything because you're not limited so it's like those words you said about liz about limiting but i was just sorry i was 
before I was on my phone, because I was just trying to find something when I was at the protest, something popped up and I screenshotted it and I was just trying to find and it turns out I've screenshotted about 200 photos since then of just all sorts of stuff. But it said, because uh, I've got green eyes and I've, I've seen this legend about this Maldi legend of the green eyed Maldi and you should be scared of them. And then this thing popped up on my newsfeed about green eyes and I was like, oh yeah, what's this? And it says green is the rarest of eye colours, naturally occurring in only 2% of the world's population. It is the only eye colour that changes, becomes more green, grey or blue based on mood, weather and surroundings. People with green eyes are often leaders. They will tend to be good listeners and, uh, and excellent speakers, attracting other people like magnets. Naturally curious and very intuitive, the green-eyed person is always easy to talk to and make an excellent lover. <laughs> Tough, <laughs> Jono, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you, if anyone's if, unsure, James, this is great. <laughs> I don't know. Tough, quick-witted, and caring. They always make wonderful friends. That's thought, the truth. There's a lot that's the truth there, James, about you. Yeah. So I was just reading that. I was like, far out. That's, I just, I just, when you were just talking about, uh, I don't know what you are talking about, made me think about that. Yeah, like, about actually what you were saying about our potential. Most of us use only a tiny amount of what we're really capable of. And the weird thing about courage is the more you, you practice it, it's like a muscle. The more you use courage in your life and the first few times your heart's in your mouth. When I put that first love letter out, I was really like, I know they'll go after me and I know they'll try and find a way to persecute me. And they did. But it was weird because at the same time, using that bit of courage I had in my soul, I felt it grow and then it grew more. And then it started to be by the sixth or seventh time that Jacinda Ardern had put her bought up media onto me to try to put horrible articles out about how I'm crazy and all that stuff. It was like, oh, not again. God, you're boring. You know, I'm so sick of it. It was like the courage was so much bigger that it didn't even matter what people said. Because I've got a test for you, Liz. Yeah. What do you, what do you see first in that picture? Oh, well, I actually see an old man, a rugby ball, a heart at the top. What do you see? A banana for an eyebrow? What, what animal do you see first? Oh, I see an elephant. Ooh. What do you see, Johnny? I saw the elephant first. Oh, so do I. James saw the elephant first. You are too bullheaded. Finding a man like James is like finding a diamond. He is impossible to forget. It is not James's words that should be feared. It is his, it is his silence. He loves fully with his whole heart, but he's not a man who can tolerate fakers and users. He'd rather walk alone with the wrong crowd. His life, ah, he'd rather walk alone than with the, his, the wrong crowd. His life has been harder than people realize, but he's turned his scars into beauty and sadness into strength. Unbreakable, humble, and loyal. James is the kind of man worth fighting for. You should never let him go. I knew you I'll guys. Never let you I go. I knew you guys are an elephant. Bro. This, is, this is like a Jacinda Ardern Harvard speech where we're just blowing our own trumpets here. No, I'm just saying. Would you guys rather walk alone or with the wrong crowd? Clearly, it's pretty obvious we'd rather walk. You know what I mean? Jono is a routine egg man. He's an organic, one of those organic bastards. I'm I'm walking alone every day. You know what I mean? I'm just just saying, like, once you realize you're on the wrong path, we're not the people that we are have realized that we're on a different (laughs) journey. So we just don't care. We're not scared. We're not afraid to walk alone. Yeah, I like I really like those things. I think sometimes there's there can be something really good in them. And I think they do describe all three of us, which is why we're on a mower. 
being, you know, a matter of being authentic. So, James, I think you should ask Jono to step outside for a, you know, real, uh, you know, three paces fight for insulting you with the worst insult you can possibly give someone at the, at, in New Zealand is to liken them to Jacinda Ardern's Harvard speech. <laughs> that Harvard speech insult. was the most phony speech and all about herself for these young guys who were, and girls who were about to go out into life and she's going, oh, you know, I've got media in New Zealand being a bit mean to me, alternate media, and, you know, we should all call them, um, we should call them terrorists and we should ban them. You know, this is what she spoke about, this supposed world leader. Instead of going, hey, you guys are on the cusp of your lives, and instead of doing something with dignity, she just waffled on about how poor me, I've got some media who are being mean. We're not being mean, we're questioning uh, Jacinda <laughs> Ardern. We're not media either. We're just we're just the farmer exactly. and a, we're just farmers exactly. really. Just but I anyway, I think that was the worst insult you could ever have, likening what you said to her Harvard speech, James. Right, this is the worst insult. If you get called a Jacinda Jebson the puppet or Jebson the puppets, that's an insult. That means I think we know, should have like a weekly thing of James's update on Jebson the puppet list. Yes, good idea. Who's on the list? You don't want to be put on the list. Who's on the list? Hey, James, that's a good idea. Start get a list of twelve. Jabson the no, puppets. There's going to be more than twelve. Is there anyone oh, that we? Is there anyone we know? Is there anyone we know we can just chuck straight on the list to get it started now? Yeah, start um, a Facebook page. Kristen Hall. Kristen Hall. She called me a misogynist and a toxic masculinist, and she's a toxic feminist by the sound of it and she's oh. a puppet i saw oh, one i saw one report of hers and it was all about guess what get the jab kiwis get the get, get the jab get the jab get the jab get the jab i'm just gonna make a page give me a second yeah that's a good idea so that's we've done something really constructive from today's thing we've come up with a facebook oh, this is bullying is it bullying well, no, I think what we do is we we authentically call out articles that are rubbish. So we ask for, we we don't let it degenerate into the bullying they did to us. But I think we say, look, any Kiwis mm. who see an article that you think is so egregious, so wrong, so clearly telling lies, would you put it on this page? And then we can all be aware of the lies that mainstream media are giving. So you're talking yeah. about, um, it's a different kind of bullying. It's um, it's not bullying, it's actually Facebook, calling people out. Tasteful bullying. It is. I'd say that's exactly what it is. Tasteful what? bullying. Well, yeah, I, I, I would bullying. I don't I'm like bullying, really. but what I what I think we say is um what in New Zealand's media really offends you and let's call them out. Let's make them answerable. I think it's more a page that makes media answerable. But if we're being authentic, yeah. does it matter? Mm. I just don't like. I'm not. I'm just not real happy with bullying. I just don't think that's the way forward. But I'm just like. I agree, James. There's a difference. I, I think there is such a thing as tasteful bullying. It's not necessary. It's not bullying someone for saying they can't change. It's bullying them, saying, calling them out for saying you're just talking shit and you're being a gypsy and a puppet. You're literally supposed to be a journalist and you're following the Ministry of Truth. That it clearly is no more the ministry of truth than me or you or john like none of us none mm. of us are the ministry of truth and none of us are claiming to be but apart from one area i'm just about made this puppet what were you gonna say Jono? what were you gonna say before i don't know 
Oh, God, you must have COVID. You've got no taste or smell oh, or right. memory. <laughs> I don't know about memory. Put that man in hospital immediately and put a few injections Take in. Take away my rights, quick, jab me. <laughs> What's the name of your page? Gibson the Puppet. <laughs> Look how easy it is for us to slip I'm into. I'm not Gibson the Puppet. I feel like a school bully. I, I'm oh, like well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Wouldn't you like to have an article on that page that you could take your kids to and say, look, this is how mainstream media is talking about, for example, somebody who doesn't go along with having their bodily autonomy taken away, their bodily freedom. This is how they talk about it, you know, irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. And that could generate discussions. I don't, it all what depends. What categories describe this? Are we doing it to shame? Are we doing it to humiliate? Or are we doing it to generate discussion, Jono? If it's really genuinely to get discussion, I don't think it's bullying. Oh. What category do we describe it as? Um, bullying. Political, uh, <laughs> journalism. Journalism. <laughs> Journalist. Here we go. Journalist, um, truth, ministry of truth. Jono, can you do a song, please? We need you to do a song quickly. Politician. I love you, Jono. I, I love the way your stress comes out in laughter. It's such a good James has lost the plot completely this time. <laughs> no, Jono, do a song to Jacinda. A quick song, a quick riff. Come on. I don't know what I, I you can't just like a quick riff for Jacinda like what is that <laughs> it could be a one word why why are you doing like this my heavy guitar with a bit of distortion oh that's a that's musically more appropriate yeah and the lyrics could just be why why are you doing this to New Zealand none of us yeah. understands how you could betray a country that gave you a beautiful childhood and potentially a beautiful life Mm. Why are you doing this? I think that's pretty much the lyrics nailed. We just got to. Why? What should yeah. the location be? What's the contact details? Um, location um, used to be called New Zealand. Now some people refer to it as this made up Aotearoa. Yep. Yeah. Put that as your location. It's a nice used one. Used to be a good. Used to be a good country. Yep. I like the idea of articles that make people, if we put articles up and say that there is a lot of misleading information in, oh my God, we're going to have our own misleading information. Do you realize when, you know, when they put fact checkers on Facebook and people trace it back, the fact checkers all trace back eventually to the Black Rocks and the vanguards. The fact checkers are as corrupt as, you know, the politicians. So we'll be fact checkers. I need some paint. So do you know we've already created this? Not just us, definitely not just us, but um, you should go on to some of the news websites and when they say something real dumb, just watch the trolls. They get hit by the truth trolls now. So there's like a whole heap of, we've made anti-trolls that troll the... <laughs> Is this a new hashtag? Hashtag Jefferson the Puppet. So like, <laughs> uh, I've already made the page, sorry. It's called Just in the Puppets. Yeah, so there should be a hashtag so that people can tag in any article when it goes straight to that nice Jono now you're yeah, thinking like a proper journalist nice so what do we it's 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 called journalist politician and health and beauty is the <laughs> <laughs> health and beauty 
I'm going to like it on all my pages. <laughs> and it's then just nice. ask people to put up articles that you can see are so full of lies and half-truths and poor research. Half-truths? We're giving them that much credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like the Prime Minister of New Zealand today said the latest jab is safe and effective. That article goes straight up on that page. And, and then people go, well, you said that about the, the jab that injured me and I've now got clots or I've got heart problems. So I think we should question that. So it's not bullying. It's actually saying these statements of fact in our newspapers should be questioned closely. This is the home. And imagine some of the, um, you know, statements on, uh, on our nighttime news. Do you remember when that horrible little minister of something or other, Michael Wood, I think his name was, and he went, all the people in the Freedom Village are a river of filth. And then all the media wrote, oh, they're all a river of filth. And then the people who believe the media went, oh, my gosh, they're all a river of filth. And there were mums and dads who were mandated, jab injured. My friend Rob in his wheelchair, jab injured, was down there. Anyone less a river of filth than one of the most brave men with just beautiful integrity and wonderful heart. And he, in his wheelchair, talks people every single week in New Zealand out of committing suicide because he says to them, look, I'm going through this and I've still got a reason to live because I've got a voice and I can help others. So don't kill yourself. You can be like me. You can help others who are in trouble. Isn't that amazing? And that's what they called a river of filth. So under that article, I'd be putting that story. Hmm. And then, and then gradually this page, James, becomes this place where we go, Oh, no, here's some evidence for the opposite of what the media is reporting. I mean, seriously, okay. we have come up with something today. I think it's this, incredible. It's just the trolling page. Beyond, beyond Jono's song, which I can feel is just cooking in you, Jono. Hey, guys, this is a place where I'd like to see all the shameful journalism <laughs> that is going on in their country. To and name, we can and we name. can put up name them and we can put up the the evidence that we're all seeing in our communities that goes against what the media is lying about on behalf of this prime minister what do you reckon Jono? i'm just rolling with it because i'm here <laughs> and i'm just Sorry, gonna roll you're, you're working on your song aren't you this is not for bullying just for calling truth telling out. truth telling no, truth's been ruined. They've ruined the word truth. Oh, true. out any of the obvious puppet. Isn't it good? Isn't James a fast mover? Should we put oh. up there something original like be kind to each other on this page? <laughs> <laughs> Jeb's in a puppet. Right. Lie. I love it. Okay, so everybody who watches this, can you join up with James's new page, Jab Cinder Puppets? I'll join as soon as I'm off. That's amazing. We've actually done something constructive here today, Jono, and you're sick and partially traumatized and trying to make up a song. We've actually done something. I know. I am sick. <laughs> right, I've got two posts now. I like you when you're sick, Jono. You laugh a lot. It's such a good way to be sick. I think there's something there. No, you mean to be miserable and depressed. <laughs> James, well done you. How did you get that? 
How did rugby. you get the bruise? Oh, really? Rugby. I was just looking at it and what the hell is that? Hey, See, Jono, how many, how many weeks is it since your wonderful um, seminar? Is it about four weeks, about a month since we were in Oamaru for your natural performance Omaru. seminar? I'll tell you. Oh, wait, hang on a minute. It was on the 26th of the 5th at oh, yeah. 1.39 on Thursday. We were speeding. <laughs> Did you get a speeding fine? <laughs> it was not surprising. <laughs> oh, James, it's... it's it was on the not... way out to the um, farm, but when we went out... Idiot. It was too. <laughs> I have to tell you, James, that my back is still recovering from that arm wrestle with you. I will never arm wrestle James again, ever. I'm not sure I, why you put this. That's the second song of the album. I okay. will never arm wrestle James again. <laughs> I think that's, that's my number one of the week, Jono. Right. I love it. Can you keep working on your on your message to Jacinda with the heavy duty guitar yeah. Yeah. and those lyrics? And I think we've got our second song. And James, yeah. you've got our, our page. So what a constructive meeting. Um, Jono, thanks for sharing about your sister. And also I would be really honored to talk to her and tell her that it'll be a very gentle talk, but it could help and um, even protect a whole lot of other mums. Mm. We just don't know where that will go. Farmer James now, it's about to go viral. Here we go. <laughs> James, you're an unstoppable elephant. I love elephants. I just love I elephants. You've never seen something get blocked. This is going to get blocked up, but you've never seen. <laughs> I really love talking to you too. <laughs> Jono, what are your final words for the week? What are your final words? Uh, final words for the week. Mm. Well, it's what's there for me is like it's okay to be different. It doesn't have to like it doesn't you don't have to be any certain way. You don't have to you don't have to align with anyone. You can just yes. do your own thing. And you don't even have to agree with others and you don't have to worry about others agreeing with you. It's like just be you because we need that like I, I did this uh I did this um interview with this woman once she's an incredible woman Vanessa Jane Smith she draws conversations and she drew this conversation we had and it was this one piece that stood out in the interview that she drew that she had in this final um bit of art was um was offer your contribution it's beautiful you just don't know it yet so that's wow. that's, what, that's what i'll leave that's my final word how do you draw a conversation i'll show you i'll, I'll see if i can actually show you um she has this incredible thing imagine i try to draw this conversation oh, she, <laughs> oh you, i don't know if you could pay her enough <laughs> I think it have lots of squiggles going everywhere. <laughs> Can you send us some of her illustrations, Jono? And we'll put I them up. I don't know where I would find. I'm just trying to think where I would have saved that. But um, 
Yeah. Anyway, see if you find it. See if you find it. Yeah. And James, what's your final message for the week? Telling telling everybody to join up on on I our new page. Oh, cool. Check this out. I'll see if I can share screen. There we go. Share screen. Check this out. Can you see that? Oh, that's beautiful. How much would it cost her to do it in Moa? That'd be so much fun. So this here, wherever you are, there is a light in you that wants to be put to use. It will create something that might just change the world. It will certainly change your world. Everyone, every organism is different. We need a polyculture now more than ever. Offer your contribution. It's beautiful. You just don't know it yet. That is stunning. What's on the other side of the trees? I can't read that. It says nature's dynamic. And then, yeah. There's never a point where we can know everything. Oh, my God. To not What's be open to change is to not be open to nature. <laughs> That's true. That's what, that is literally the problem of the world at the moment. We try to, we're not open with change. And so yeah. we can't actually, we can't work with nature because we're not uh, accepting nature. Exactly. Yeah, we want to, this is it over here. This is where we are. So controlling something that wants to be a, that wants to be chaotic, um, opening the blinds, killing control. Want to be able to extract as much from the land as possible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then it goes down into this whole new start and you learn a whole lot and then you birth a new perspective. And look at all the roots going from that, like the tree roots or the plant roots and the mycelium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Jono, you had this conversation with her and then she picked out all these things that are important to you. Ideas. Well, she did the, these interviews of people who are sort of regenerating the planet for this TED countdown 2021 which is was something to do with you know like ted international um and then I the, the pieces, that like right involved in all this crap no i didn't went over to be on a wall of a gallery for that whatever particular event was so that piece went onto a wall in the uk somewhere at some big ted event that is beautiful is she a kiwi Jono? Yeah, she is. Yep. Gosh, I'd love to. Um, if she wants her number up, we can put that under the under the interview today. And if you can send that to us, we'll let people sit with that and look at it. Yeah, her what business is called Crafting Connection. It's pretty sweet. She also created the cards that I um, that I often refer to. Have you, have you guys ever seen my cards that I? No. Oh, I'll um, I'll grab them real quickly. Just one second. Okay. They're pretty cool. I haven't got any new likes yet. I'm just a bit disappointed. They might be they might be listening in and trying to stop it go anywhere, but we'll we'll get people to share it. We'll just get people to share it, James. It'll it'll happen. Things always have their own life. And and I always think the interviews that we do or, or I do, those voices go to the right places. They find their way. And I never you worry know, about it because there's a bigger energy that gets them out there. The video I did the other day, live stream, two-hour live stream, had some real good speeches on it from uh, Peter Wilson. It's got 16,000 views. Whoa! Which is pretty boring chat to have 16,000 views. It's like a two-hour long live stream. That's awesome, James. 
and it means more people are, are really, really listening and really thinking. What's that, Jono? So these here are called Be the Change cards and guidebook. Um, so it says here, the Be the Change cards cut to the heart of the nature of things. They clear away any unnecessary debris, stories, details, noise, and give you permission to rise above the situation and lead into the next thought and decision from a higher perspective. Play with the cards, let them inspire higher, broader, deeper, more creative, meaningful conversations. So what you do is you open it. This is yep. a wee book. Open it and you've got a wee, a wee book here that you yep. and then here's your cards. So you have your cards and they're all Vanessa's drawings from conversations over the years. And this is crazy how relevant they are. So I'll, I'll pick one and let's pick just one see, for today. Okay. See how relevant it is. So I'm just shuffling and then I'm just gonna oh, tell me, tell me when to stop, guys, and I'll pick that card. So oh. I just stop. Okay. Right, here's our card. Oh, so it's you Maybe can so. be the spark to an amazing thing. So we read 52. So there's the card. You can be the, the spark, spark to an amazing thing. So 52, you go over to 52. Imagine if yeah. today's conversation is a spark for a whole lot of mums who are toying with getting boosters and things who then stop and go, oh, no, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to take time. I need the research. Yeah, what it's is only it? Only a matter of choice. Switch off your autopilot, take the controls, choose another route and spark it up. Anything is possible. All you have to do is decide. What if you took the initiative in this present situation instead of waiting for someone else to do it? What amazing idea, project, or development might, you initi might your initiative spark? Is there something holding you back from putting your idea forward? Who are you when you spark? Where might your spark be of value? What might, spark, what might you spark? Careful, it's contagious. Your input counts but you will never see the possibilities of it unless you offer it. That's a beautiful note to end on, Jono. It's mm. absolutely beautiful. Let's start with one of those each week. Can you send us her number? Yeah. yeah her, sure. her, her address, her details? Yeah. Thank Crafting you both. Great. Say that again, Jono? Craftingconnection.com. Okay. And James, say your new page again. Jibs and the Puppets. We finish on that. What a week. <laughs> Bye. It will soon. Bye, Jono. Bye.